today's fresh manner, ministry support, 1 Corinthians 9, 3-12. So to those who want to continue to criticize my apostolic ministry, here's my statement of defense. Don't we apostles have the right to be supported financially? Don't we have the right to travel accompanied by our believing wives and be supported as a couple, as do the other apostles such as Peter the Rock and the Lord's brothers? Of course we do. Or is it only Barnabas and I who have no right to stop working for a living? Who serve in the military on his own expenses? Who plant a vineyard and does not enjoy the grapes for himself? Who would steal a yard and nurture the flocks and never get to drink its milk? Am I merely giving you my opinion or does the Torah teach the same thing? For it is written in the law of Moses, you should never put a muscle over the mouth of an ox while he is treading out the grain. Tell me, is God only talking about oxen here? Doesn't he also give us this principle so that we won't withhold support from his workers? It was written so that we would understand that the ones spiritually plowing and spiritually treading out the grains also labor with the expectation of enjoying the harvest. So, if what sold many spiritual gifts among you, is it too much to expect to reap material gifts from you? And if you have supported others, don't we rightfully deserve this privilege even more? But as you know, we haven't used that right. Instead, we have continued to support ourselves so that we would never be a hindrance to the spread of the gospel of Christ. The last part of a person to be born again and the first part to leave a church or ministry is their pocket, their finances, their money or their checkbook. Are yours born again? Christians, it would seem, are unfortunately some of the most reluctant to part with money. They have a reasonable justification not to support ministries and churches. When the Lord gave instructions for offerings in Leviticus chapter 1-5, to each was to serve a specific purpose and to provide for the temples and the priests. God established an offering for the priests and Levites in Deuteronomy chapter 18 verse 1-8, to a continuous provision for them since they weren't allowed to work or own properties, so they can concentrate on their duties to God, the people and to the temple. We no longer live in that era of battering goods, grains and livestock as offerings and everyone now has bills to pay including the church and ministry offices. It is therefore imperative that we give for the work of the ministry. Ministry is an essential service and every service needs laborers so Jesus mentioned in Luke chapter 10 verse 7 that workers deserve to be paid which Paul repeats in 1 Timothy 5.18, going further to say oxen shouldn't be muzzled, that it's both beneficial and fair for those who labor in teaching and preaching in God's work to be paid. This is primarily so that they can devote their time and energy fully to the flock. If the work of the ministry is not supported, who pays the bills for the building, the offices, the phones and others? How can the workers care for their families and pay their bills if they are in full-time ministry and don't get any support? According to Paul in, in 2 Corinthians 11, 7-9, it is not wrong or a sin to charge for the work of God, to serve and for others who will need what is supplied. Is there any reason why Christian ministers and ministries should not receive financial support from the people they serve? The unscrupulous few use the gospel as a battering ram for their pockets because of them, the genuine need for financial and material support for ministries are neglected, ignored and ridiculed as greedy. Have you ever blessed your minister or church with a gift, a free will offering, a voucher just for the sake of it? These are called the pecks of a job, certain benefits enjoyed as God's servants. The principal precept here is for those who work hard to be rewarded for their labor. 
Paul says, if you receive spiritual blessings from your ministry, pastor and church, you should demonstrate your thankfulness to God for their services and labor in tangible ways. Paul explains that it is right to expect a reward, but so many condemn and castigate churches, ministers and ministries for asking for financial support, billing for an event and raising funds, but how do they expect to carry on the work of the ministry if the ones they serve ignore their needs? Kingdom principle is sowing and reaping, and Galatians 6, 6 says when you receive the word, you should share with the one who teaches the word. Nehemiah 10, 35-37 shows that ministry support is beneficial to the ministers, the church of God, the church or the ministry, the building and the body of Christ at large. We are all called into ministry. Some go, some pray, some give. Now, more than ever before, we need to support the work of God through ministries to reach the, uh, the bigger communities. Your pastor, your church and ministry needs your support. Don't miss out on God's eternal blessing. So today, think about it. Do and give according as God gives you. Ministry support, it is needed. Shalom. A message from our sponsor, Blue Strings Bakery. For brownies, blondies and cookies. Blue Strings Bakery is your one-stop shop for all things delicious. Order via Instagram at Blue Strings Bakery or on 79 600 Order by Friday to have your orders posted the following Wednesday. Quote Fresh Manor for a free gift or a discount. Blue Strings Bakery, Artisan Baking at its finest.